54321. It's the Homeboy Etiquette Podcast. It's your man at the 5280Q. As you know, I spell my grammar properly. 5280THE. Nigga, you know what? I got that reverse. Might be dyslexic. Fuck you, turtle. Hey, uh, this is uh, Kevin at the Raw representing KMT Productions. Uh, you know, once again, representing uh, A Town, but from the D. Uh, just doing our fucking thing out here, ready to get some topics going. I'm going to pass it over to. What's up, bro? What's up, everyone? My name is Pedro, aka Dro. Just came out here from the East Coast, right out of work and right into the booth. Let's go. Here What's we up? Go. It's your boy, Young Bull from BIX Troy Youngins, from the STL to the Co. I'm out here to talk about whatever I can with these dogs. Go. Yeah, it's Gouda. From VIAX, Troy Youngins. You already know what it is. So we got some guests to the Homeboy Etiquette Podcast, which is, oh shit, they already said the damn name. All right, what's the group name? Because it wasn't the last time I saw y'all. Yeah. It's VIAX, Troy Youngins. Wait, why VIAX? All right, so the BIA is best in America. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And the X is just like a space, but it's a cool looking space, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then Troy Youngins. So basically, me and my partner combined our two brands together and up with that okay so okay together oh shit anyway so how long y'all known each other y'all two me and him yeah i don't know what grade exactly probably yeah. first grade probably kindergarten kindergarten okay Damn. You're jesus in the Irish class. yep that's a long time yeah that's my yeah. dog okay, okay, really speak right like, i like this so <laughs> what, what is this over here boo yeah so all right that's my little rap name okay you know what I'm saying? We got some you know, rap. So we, we trying to come up with some other stuff, but they so damn expensive. <laughs> I like your blingage over there, short. Yeah, yeah, you know, these guys over here. Oh, they iced out, man. I'm feeling, I'm feeling bummy right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I ain't got I'm just getting off like of work. That. Like, damn. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, before before everybody got here, we was talking. Pedro, did you call the Uber driver before you left work or after you left the building? Before. Oh shit. shit. Yeah, you know, yo, you win, you win, you win. I, no, I Wait, no, no, I thought it was outside. I thought it was outside. I called him before. It took him it took him a little while. I ran ran to the liquor store. And you're fucking pregame, you know what I'm saying? Bro, I got tequila, man. You could have came straight here. Hey, I came straight here, bro. And I was fucking pregaming all the way because I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna be the sober go for while everyone's lit. So I'm like, you know what? Let me pregame. No, I mean we're not trying to get lit. We just try to get like a little wavy, you know what I'm saying? Just like just open up a little bit. Just it makes people real honest. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, don't worry. This tequila makes me get real honest. Shit. Okay, so we're in for our night, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Dro <laughs> is in the building. Ah, oh, shit, man. So, so anyway, this week working out with Dro. Good workouts, except for I pulled my fucking shoulder muscle outside of the uh, workout. So if you I see your homeboy yeah, going ham and doing something retarded in the gym, should you be the one to stop him? Or should you just look at him like, he'll figure it out later? Hey, he'll man. figure it out later. No. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you, <laughs> <laughs> like, Yo, my damn. Uh, you, no, look no, like, no. you look like you knew what you was doing. Nah, bro. Like, like, see, I like, mean, when you go, looks like they when, know what they're doing. I mean, yeah, but then, like, okay. So here's the thing: is that, like, when especially if you're weightlifting, form is everything. Like, if you don't have proper form, you will fuck yourself up. Mm-hmm. Like, especially after a certain weight, man. Like, it, like, and so I've actually like gone to do bench press and like, like, like almost what what you did. Like, I like pulled my fucking shoulder because I was actually like, you're supposed to have your uh, your back actually pinched in the back, with your shoulders back like this, chest out, and then hold it that way like this. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, if you overextend your shoulders, then the muscles actually just like it winds up pulling and tearing. But uh, you know what? If you t- to keep it a stack, I was out for like three days after that. <laughs> what? I was like, I was so sore. I went. I, I you know what? I went overboard 
You know what I'm saying? I was literally, I literally couldn't walk. I you was guys like, got competitive. No, I was like walking. I was like walk waddling to work, basically. Penguin walk. Yeah, doing the penguin walk. You know what I mean? But one thing I don't recommend is burying wings after a workout. It's something you definitely shouldn't do. What, no. <laughs> See? See? Somebody. What? You said he no. Agree, he, no. No, I, I agree with that. Right. I'm just like, Man, why would you, that defeats the whole purpose. Why would you go right to the bar and eat beer and wings after a workout? It literally well, defeats the whole purpose. Well, you, you, I like you, beer and wings. Well, you can eat the wings but take out the beer because, mm -hmm. like, because after a workout, you already have a lot of lactic acid that's built up in your muscles. So you're basically just adding to the fact that you're going to be sore the next day. You're putting extra acid into your muscles. Thank you. Like hey, wait. the wings are probably fine. Good. Have yeah, you the ever wings been sore after any of one of my workouts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight face. <laughs> I mean, that means I did my job. D, you want to go with us with the gym pool? Yeah. I mean, I, I overboard too. And then I gotta take weeks off. No, yeah, see, like, <laughs> like you can be sore, but not sore enough to where you can't go again the That's next day. That's what I'm day. saying. I never, like, do the right balance. I do too much every single time I'm there. Jesus, man, so. you're shocking your body, man. <laughs> yeah, watch your legs start giving I'm out. I'm telling you. Uh, I'm like, it's unnecessary shit. Just your body will literally let you know, like, yo, yeah. bro, you time, to, time to time. You walk out. Yeah, yeah, because you you're, you're walking like Bambi and shit on ice. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, once you're doing the freaking, once you're doing the stanky leg, it's yeah, like, no, yeah. bro, it's getting wrapped. Yeah, bro, like, like, you uh, got control of your own muscles no more. Please. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> collapse into the car afterwards, just like, shit. <laughs> so, a situation like that, kind of like lifting weights, where if your friend is doing too much, like in the gym, for example, if they're doing too much, do you tell them you're doing too much? Stop what you're oh, doing. I never had nobody tell me that. Um, I think I think that uh, it's it's not going to be too much unless their form is bad, because then their body will they'll, they'll give out. You know what I mean? And then that's why you just have to have a good spotter there, making sure that you're not doing crazy shit. Like uh, like, dude, like I, I'll see people on leg press and then they're fully extending their legs on that shit, and I'm just like, bro, your shit's about to snap backwards. Oh, like you know what I'm saying? Like that's why you never fully extend on leg press. And like there are people like that. And I want to say something, but I'm just like, I don't know this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. and he's gonna be like, who the fuck, who the fuck are you? And like, or you see the guy, you see the guys on the squat bars. They be doing too much, and they be like this. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. Like, I seen that a lot. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I'm. I'm well into the uh, school of thought that you need to do strength and condition version of uh, training. So like you, s it's slow, into uh, incremental process. So if you ever ever had a different situation where your friend was doing too much and you thought, should I let this motherfucker know he's doing too much, or do I just watch? No, let him Pedro. kill. No, let him kill himself. I, like I was doing, <laughs> I was doing too much. <laughs> no, he just watched me. No, you didn't know. What I, I was literally, doing I, I was just like, yo, bro, like I literally asked him all the time, like, you good? You want to stop? You want to keep going? No, I want to keep going, bro. That's on you. You could have <laughs> just said, yo, bro, I'm all set. I mean, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's on you, bro. You, you know, said something. Shoot that shit. Shoot, shoot. Yeah, if you, if you see that, uh, oh, hey, yeah. so, three, points, points. three points. Oh, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it's not for that. All right, All right what about in life? What about regular life? Has there been ever a time where you seen somebody in this room doing too much? I haven't been around you all that much. I haven't been around him at all, but, you know, one, two, three, four. Have you seen somebody doing too much and you just look at them like, hey, you need to pull back on it? And have you ever been afraid to tell them that? Well, I, I'm never afraid to tell somebody something, but... It's more or less, I just sit there and watch it, and then I watch it playing out of my head, and I laugh about it. <laughs> so so I, I kind of just let it go. I kind of let it play through, because sometimes that shit's hilarious as fuck. But how but, do you deal with that? If you're doing something, maybe doing too much, and he's just sitting there just watch you like, I can stop this. I mean, <laughs> but this is too entertaining. That's how it is. 
It's just That's what we do anyway. <laughs> so when like, it goes too too far, it's like alright, nigga, chill yeah, out. Yeah, chill out. Yeah, like there's a line that can't be crossed yeah. in that type of shit, bro. Yeah. And like yeah. I will say something, man. It's just like, like, like you know that that night at the bar, man. I was just like, hey, bro, like relax. Hey, am shit. I the target? Am I the target for today? Is <laughs> no, I, no, is that why I'm in the middle? No, he actually was putting him. <laughs> he was actually putting himself the fucking target with them. Nah, he put me in. Okay, no, nah, it's all good. If I'm on the hot seat, I'll take the hot seat. No, you're not on the wait, hot wait, seat, wait, bro. <laughs> all right, so what happened at the bar again? I gotta remember that night. No, I'm like, uh, you know, like uh, once the alcohol finally started to uh, k- uh, kick up, you know, he goes into security mode. You know oh, what I mean? shit, forgot. <laughs> and like, and so I was just like, bro, like, you know, just you just got to relax a little bit. You look like a stormtrooper. <laughs> I can't tell uh, you he's going to relax. Well, he did, I'm sorry, I'm he actually, did for a while. <laughs> like, I know, I, it just, it comes in waves. I can be cool, I can be high strong, I don't know. I'm just naturally, I'm just hot-blooded. I can't, maybe it's a Brazilian in me, I don't know. I don't know, it might be. Brazil's a rough Cabuera, place. Cabuera, Cabuera! <laughs> <laughs> Brazil's a rough place, they chopping niggas up down there, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm light-skinned, sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, so you'll probably be fine. Yeah, there, this is a fucking uh, racial for being genocide. light-skinned, everyone. There's a racial genocide going down out there. Yeah. I've not is read it, the news. Yeah, like uh, isn't uh Brazil? Brazil is um the second most populated place for black people actually, like yeah. or South America right, actually, right next to the motherland. Mm-hmm. Brazil, wait, in the motherland. So like Africa's number one, South America's number two. Like, South, South America. Af- say what? That's I think I had a cousin that was playing ball out there. Mm-hmm. Africa or Brazil? It. Brazil. He loved it. Yeah, he liked it, was, it a lot. No, it was Puerto Rico. It was Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah. Okay, those two are in two different places yeah, on the map. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I do want to go to Brazil, but yeah, like yeah, once the fucking like conflict that. dies down, that you should be yeah, tight. Yeah, you should go, but not right now. You should go, but I don't recommend going right now. Yeah, I'm going to give it a few so. years. But, you know what? Listen, last time I went out there, you know what I'm saying? I went out there, my whole, my family wouldn't even let me be in the house by myself. Like, that's how bad it, that's how crazy it gets out there. Like, like why, why wouldn't they let you be by yourself? Just... Like, just because somebody's gonna come in through the window and slit your throat or some shit? Like, what? Well, uh. Nah, like, dead ass. <laughs> shit. God, I would just guess. Yeah. Like, seriously, <laughs> like, no, no, seriously, bro. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's well, literally how it was. Yeah. No, I didn't bring no jewelry out there. Hell no. Nah, bro. I'm coming out there with the white t-shirt and some ripped jeans, so they think I'm a scrub. I was actually, you know what? I was actually, <laughs> you know, when I went out there... <laughs> I was actually giving away. I was actually giving away, uh, giving away clothes to the locals. Mm. I went out there. What I was just like, here you go, take it. Because little kids come up to me, Misa, Misa, Misa. I'm like, here you go, take this, take this, go away. Man, <laughs> it sounds like you have like a whole bunch of stories I've never heard about you, bro. bro I got all that. Well, you know what? That's why we got this podcast. So now you can start hearing these stories. Uh, yeah, well, start we do have out. guests, and guests have stories. Yeah. yeah. All right. So tell us about. Tell us about your uh, your music thing. Yeah, like how long have you guys been doing music? Oh, I played this stuff last week, remember? Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, it was right. afterwards, though, after the podcast. It was the... Mm, the yeah, one yeah. song, your favorite one, bitch, I'm gone. I've been told you, We heard, yo, we was actually... We was jamming out to We was actually jamming out to Yeah, this man, cold. Okay. He, he has an issue, like, he doesn't drop enough. I'm it's, trying to... It's because it's, it's like I get these brain farts when I start writing. Like, it's he like, don't even know how I big he can point, be. It's like, at a certain point in my head, I'm like, fuck it. I don't wanna, right? Wait, wait, what do you mean? So it's like you get like you got one bar, two bar, three uh, bar, you stuck on the third bar, like no, fuck. Sometimes Ooh. it takes a couple weeks. <laughs> couple weeks? That's <laughs> a hell that's writer's block that's like a lot of writer's block. I mean, block yeah, that's just I mean, I'm getting back into it though. Mm-hmm. And I got some hot shit coming in the mix, for real. That, it's, it's that's what I'm thought. telling him, cause I'm like, cause like the whole group has their own sound or whatever. And so like I got my own sound. He got his own sound, and basically his sound is like what's gonna get us in the clubs, cause he's got that like 
strip club or just the club shit, period. Yeah, that's oh, just like, that kind of music that makes the booty clap. Yeah, yeah, like, tell this man. No, real shit. Like, like, dance, like, any music that bitches can dance. Yeah, exactly, bro. All right. Like, you the so money maker, too. Y'all two yeah, originally part of a larger group, and then uh, is yeah. the group back together or did a splinter? All right, so the whole group process was complicated because uh, at first we were Wolf again. And so, like, you know, when that was going on, it was a whole bunch of, like, little shit going on. Like, we were, we were too young to try to operate a group and shit. Plus, we were in and out of record labels because people were just like, I want to sign you to a label. Mm. Knowing damn well these people didn't know what they were doing. Right. But we just like, ah, this guy can get us a music video. This guy could do this and do that. So all throughout all that time, like it just kept splitting us apart and apart and apart and apart. So we broke away from the group shit for a while and then we all went solo. Right. But then so then me and him, we split and did our best in America shit. Mm. That's what we started and then my other partner did uh Troy Youngins. Okay. So he had that going on. And so in between that I was just dropping my singles and shit. That was when he dropped Bitch I'm Gone. Nothing else since then, but <laughs> <laughs> Bitch I'm Gone. But he plays yeah, it on, on repeat on road trips. <laughs> yeah, there's there's okay. so much more shit he can uh, do. I gotta put him on the spot. So what, the spot. what inspired you to start doing music? Shit, honestly, it was really my brother. Because he always had beats. And he was always playing music. And don't forget, uh, it was like, I'm not a human being. There's That's one of his tracks. Oh, that freestyle I did. That yeah. was... Yeah, there was like this 303. Shout out to Weezy. There was 303. Um, and then there's like a few songs that I liked a lot. And I still I still try to find find a way to get to him, which I will again. <laughs> so when are we going to see a Big Brother, Little Brother collaboration? Yeah. I mean, well, we're in a homeboy. Well, thanks <laughs> to KMT Raw here right now. We're in KMT Raw Studios. If you ever need anybody to record your stuff and podcast, music. Yeah, I'm about to do a freestyle out there. KMT Raw. Right here? Engineer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I do audio engineering, video engineering, and things like that, music videos. Um, All right. Yeah, like pretty much anything you guys need, I can I can, I can, can handle that. Yeah, he was supposed to do a song with his mom, too. What? Yeah. What? She was talking about it. What? They explain this. Explain this. Time for another explain sip. Explain this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get a nerve, man. Oh, I, think it's nerve. Time, I think it's time for okay. another sip. He just dropped the bomb on us, bro. Like, like yeah, uh, yeah, You're supposed to keep down the rap. Yeah, no, that, that was supposed to be a secret. Like, like damn. That's the mother. Look. See. Matriarch. It's just. She can't. Yeah, that should be tough. I mean, I love her. We all love her. No, it'd be hilarious, but you know, she feels like she, 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 she keeps. <laughs> Y'all trying to rap? <laughs> I know. Yeah, but sometimes Even it's a little rap. extra, you know. I know. And I, that's that's where the, that's the side I'm on. It's yeah, the little extra side. So 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 like, I'm trying to do something, but then again, I'm like, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Oh, sorry, mom, I, if you hear this, but it's just. So I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. hey, bro, like, it's like over look, there. Let me let me find the right song, and then maybe. Oh, oh. that'd be hard. That'd be I tough. Said, let me As find in, like, what song you would even do with your mother? Yeah. Yeah, that's Who difficult. Man. It'd be different if it was like the song with you. It'd be like right. if it's <laughs> if it's C.J. Wallace, so Biggie Smalls kid, and Faith Evans. So C.J. Wallace decided he just wanted to start spitting, yeah. and then you know Faith Evans is mom, and you know she just oh, no yeah yeah Faith Evans is his mom. She just sings over the hook. That's different. That's cool. Well, yeah. But I ain't trying to have 
be spitting on the She song. got the first 16, you got the second. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really what it is. Yeah, she hmm. wants the verse. And she go she she go hard. Don't she don't get She go hard. Cap in the motherfucker, bro. She, she just need her own music. Like, but like, how would the world perceive that type of shit, bro? Like that would be very different. It'd be weird, man. You know what? Think about the shit that gets you viral nowadays. Honestly, you're right. Getting shares everywhere. This man I mean, just made a hard ass song with his mom. Well, it yeah. Matter. On Facebook, you blowing up. No. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be Facebook famous. Yeah. Facebook bro, I met, I met y'all's mom. She would make a hell of a fucking drill That's artist. Awesome. <laughs> she will kill you the drill scene, bro. Artist, <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, no, Get her in like two chains. Alright, yeah, we just block that out because uh, <laughs> she is this. Uh, He's like, I'm being traumatized by the second. <laughs> no, I mean it's cool. It's just like my own wall out. But um, anyway, so so I'm talking to KMT right here about doing a three project song, and then we got talking about group mentalities. Like as you enter a group, and then egos get like involved into it. Like for instance, uh, you guys know the Joe Budden podcast, yeah, right? We just had the same exact conversation. And how he had an issue with his team of Rory and Molly, you know, firing him. Those two tried to split yeah, her off. And it went public and all that extra shit. Mm. I mean, how do you guys keep in check an ego where you can just keep an equilibrium within the group of where it's a balance, but <laughs> I mean, just keep it. <laughs> It's like if a dude just came up to you, you came up with a track, and he just says like, "Here's four hundred seventy-two thousand dollars and thirteen cents." Split that equally amongst the thirteen on what you think you deserve. How do you split that? I mean, we all split it equally. It's just the thing is, it's just There's we all egos. piss each other off at certain times. Definitely egos. And certain equals. That was the reason we didn't work out the the set. The, you know what I'm saying? This second coming of the group is literally the same exact group. As the first coming, it's just the same four since middle school. Mm -hmm. uh, he was the well, one I knew well, since kindergarten. Yeah. But how well, do one you? One not a rapper no more. We don't know. But like, wait, Pedro. So you was there in earlier years when we started recording, and everybody was at the house in the access apartments. I remember. And then you had everybody there, and he was just trying to. Pedro was supposed to be manager, and he was like managing everybody's egos. From your experience with watching us as friends and homeboys coming together to make music and stuff. Uh -huh. And egos get involved, and we all spin it off on our own. What lessons could you take from that? Well, I mean, basically, I think the lesson is, it's like, you know, you can create a, you can create, you can start off as a group, but I think the lesson that I learned is that you got to find a direction to where, I believe everybody needs to be kind of a boss in their own respective lanes. Yeah. Like, you, you know, what I'm saying you can be a group, you can be not a group, you can be a conglomerate, to where everybody, you know, what I'm saying everyone's in their own respective lanes. But we're all eating off the same plates. That way, when you know, say if everyone, you know, saying like, let's say he's more of a, he's more of a rapper, he's more of a singer, he's more of an MC, and everyone just kind of, you know, saying breaks off, but still eat off the same plate. That way, there's no room for jealousy. There's no room for clout chasing. You know what I mean? And that's basically what we got going on right now. We told each other when we came back together, we're like, cause back then, what also used to fuck us over is that we forced each other like on each other's songs and threw each other on each other's shit, like. You gotta have a song with him if you're gonna drop that, or uh, if you're gonna do that. Well, who's gonna who you gonna put on it out of us three? Now it's like, do what the fuck you want. We all a part of the same uh, collective, mm -hmm. as if it's like we're all a collective. We're same all the entity. same entity, but we're not forced to. As a group, you're forced. You gotta get on the same tracks. You gotta just and you gotta make it work. You gotta change your sound to work with this guy's sound, and he's gotta change his sound to work with yours. Now it's like the well, fact that we're well, doing four different shits. 
Yeah, it's just it's move. It's running. Well, I think that's. I mean, I think that's the best way. It's like you know, you still gotta have group. You know, saying so you can still do group collective. Yeah, you support music. each other. You do shows. But together. at the same time, I think it's. I think it's good to have individual projects so that way you know what I mean because like some because you could you could have your own fan base. You could have your own fan bases. You could have your own fan bases. It's gonna be a lot of different sounds. And that type on. it wouldn't even make sense for us a lot yeah, to a have lot the same fan base. That's how you expand, but everyone still recognize. You know, saying you can still expand. As individuals, but everyone still recognizes the collective and, and at the same time. And it's also the ego thing, because sometimes that, you might think that works, and then somebody's like, I don't want him getting bigger than me, so I'm not supporting him. <laughs> but no. I even told these guys, I tell them all the time, like, I tell him, I'm like, bro, your summertime shit could be bigger than my shit. And, like, right now, they feeling my music a lot right now, mm -hmm. because he hasn't dropped. So I'm like, you don't even know what your shit could be. And so I'm just telling them, and, like, my other friend, I'm telling him, like, yo, you got some real hard gangster shit. Mm -hmm. They gonna like that. Right. So I'm like, they're going to like their own shit. It's not even like, I think I'm going to be the biggest one. Everybody's going to be big in their own way. And if he's bigger than me, that's good because we all eat. You bigger than me, that's good. We all eat. Exactly. Whoever's the, you know, some takes one to put us on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rising tides lift all boats. You know what I'm saying? What about from your experience being in a group that you were telling me about earlier? Yeah, um, so back when I first started rapping, I was actually a part of a group called Red Car Robbers. Um, we had three rappers and two engineers. And, uh, like, it was actually, like, weird as fuck, bro. Like, we, like, at our first, like, couple shows, we were, like, filling venues with people. Like, and we were just like, is this how it's supposed to work? You know what I'm saying? Like, like we're actually getting paid for shit, and we just fucking started our group. And, like... And so we were starting to blow up so quickly, one of the members or whatever, uh, he, he went by... Um, no, no snitching. No snitching. Okay, well, one, of, one of the members of the group, um, one of the members of the group, he, um, you know, he starts to get a big head, man. And he's just like, well, like, there wouldn't, uh, like, this group wouldn't exist without me. You know what I mean? And, like, so, like, like if there's going to be a face of the group, it's going to be me. And I'm just like, really? You, the same guy who's fucking up bars on stage and I have to recover with mine? Because you can't remember your shit. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, the people, and like, I just left, bro. After too much of that. doesn't have a clue, like, until, like, the group splits up sometimes about who was doing what actually behind the scenes. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So they didn't know what part of the pie they were. They thought so they were like, like, the first group, I was not the face. I was, like, the second half of the face. I was, like, a Robin, right? Mm -hmm. And then so we split up. And I, like, out of everybody in the group, I kept dropping. I kept dropping. I kept dropping. And they were liking it. And so they were like, okay, so he was the one... You know what I'm saying? The whole time. While the, like the whole time, it seemed like I was the background dude. Or More like the engine. Yeah, but but the whole time, that's what I was. But and seemingly to everybody else, at the time we was in the first group, they mm -hmm. were just like, he's just being carried by so-and-so. Mm -hmm. So then you split up, and then that's what happens. They get to see, they're like, oh, okay. All right, he was actually better than we thought. That's kind of like a Flatbush Zombies. I actually yeah. like that because like they um, they do a lot, uh, like they, most of their shit is in a group, but they do a lot of solo shit. And then um, that's why like I really like uh, the dynamic between them because like Eric Ark, he was the producer for them. Like he makes all their beats and all that type of shit, but he's actually a pretty dope rapper. But then when yeah. you look at the face of Flatbush, you see like Michi Darko, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, but Juice, I mean, Juice is pretty dope too, you know, like, and they, they stay in their own lanes, you know what I'm saying? They work off of each other, but like each one of them are known for completely different things and different yeah, vibes and flows, you know what I mean? exactly how it's supposed to be. Right, right. And like, I think they have a great dynamic. You yeah. want somebody that could dip into pop a little bit, somebody mm -hmm. that could dip into R&B. You got a guy that can that can relate to the streets, and then you got a guy that can relate to the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? Different, yeah. It appeals to different audiences. Yeah, you want to uh, get everybody in Go as ahead. many different people as possible, and um, and that's the other thing too. Kind of going into what Pedro was saying. 
was that um, yeah, and both what well, both of you guys were saying was that it's more like um, I think if you keep it more as a goddamn nigga, you turn that, that shit goddamn phone. All right, but I um, he's an important person, man. I'm sorry, I got a lot of shit going on, but um, but no, like really, uh, what it comes down to is like I think it's better, especially when you're talking about rap. Uh, to work as a conglomerate or like just kind of like a like an overall yeah like conglomerate is the right word uh, mm. because like then nobody actually has like oh well who's leading this charge because yeah. especially with black people we have a problem with like who's the fucking face back in the day shit, that's you know what, what I'm saying was. Like, was like that's what we all used to beef about it was like it's a competition you know, yeah like why were is we it? competing on every single track on like I mean it made I mean, the song sound great yeah yeah you can but, they but were, like, like it genuinely toxic, competing it got like deeper than just oh, I just want my to be better it was like i want them to think i'm better than this guy mm -hmm. straight up but yeah, then like, you, wait, you compete for the opinion of outside people within people that you grew up with like a team yeah and like in reality we're all just best friends but because of the same goal we're chasing or whatever like it does kind of so how do you guys keep so you got your inside click there which is your team which you four yeah. and then you got outside opinion so how do you keep outside opinion from fracturing the people on the inside a lot of times it depended on who like outside opinions came from because a lot of times it's like we got screwed over a lot of times like a lot and we just kept getting screwed over hopping into stupid deals thinking because we were like broke trying to make all of this happen mm -hmm. and so like I, back I then it. i was thinking i was like man there's four of us we should be able to get a lot of stuff done that's what used to piss me the hell off i was like it's four of us we should be able to get a video or something we're all combining our money but then you realize you sit back you're like damn we're all fucking broke i'm not just the only broke one we all broke yeah like, so. the guys had a team like you know splinter though so the question was like how as you guys you reunited again and it's four and it's usually like when in any group setting like especially like a rap group or a rock group they'll point out like some outside sources be like this is the head guy right here that's what I'm this saying. is that's the breakout the first guy time it didn't work. that's this what they there. were saying they were so, saying there was a head guy how do you stay together all of us were like, we're not, we're not and that's why we didn't stay together because of that. But you came together, so how you came gonna come back, back the second time? Because uh, it's the different approach. Like, all right, they could say, and it's also just a different mindset. Like I was saying earlier, I, at this point, we don't really care who they're gonna say is the best. If y'all think he's the best, blow him up so we can, you know what I'm saying? All work off yeah. each other and then like. If y'all think he's the best, him. then we gonna so we gonna throw all of our bread into him. That's what that's how I'm trying to make it. Mm -hmm. But. uh yeah, it's just also it's the mindset plus it's the fact that we're not so we're not throwing each other forcing each other on each other's tracks no more there's a lot more space like i got a trippy sound sometimes i'm doing my own melodic trippy sounds he's in the strip club music right now you know what i'm saying the other partner got street music and the other one's doing you know what i'm saying they're doing a whole bunch of stuff west coast mm -hmm. so it's just a whole bunch of different sounds and so now it's not if they say he's the best, all right, that means you like the West Coast sound the most. Mm -hmm. If you say he's the best, you like the the down south stripper sound the most. Mm -hmm. You think I'm the best, you like melodic music. But it's just it's strictly a little, different. different. Like there's a lot of room in that ocean stuff like that. But I right, coming in as a group right now. Everybody grew up with groups of like hip hop music, so he's like people come from the same area. So most of them like don't same win. music. So just go across room right now, so anybody can remember the group. Best hip hop group, best rap group that's like right off the top of your head. Wu Tang. All right, Wu Tang. G Unit. G Unit. Shit, <laughs> that's a good one, bro. You know, Migos, but you Migos. Know. Migos. Yeah, Migos is the best this shit, right? You know what? Oh, we talking about like hitmakers and Migos. You don't know hitmakers? No, I'm talking about. Head. You know what? Right. I'm glad. Hold on, I, I don't want to interrupt. I'm actually glad that you brought up Migos because you know what? 
out of all hip hop groups, they get not a lot of credit. Though. No, no, no. You know what? They don't get a. I, I don't think they get the credit they don't deserve. But you know what? They seem to be well balanced as far as keeping their egos checked because sure. everyone, everybody knows that Quavo yeah. is. Everybody, hold, 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 everybody yeah. knows that Quavo is the star, but you don't see. You don't see. You know, saying you don't see Offset and Takeoff getting shitted on. No, you no. know what I'm saying. They, they you know, saying Takeoff and Offset, they, they're all within their respective lanes. But they're all very well balanced, and they all acknowledge each other as equals. You know, yeah, saying, shit. I and that's what, equal. and that's no, where I feel. That's why I brought up G Unit because I feel like that's where G Unit really, I, I personally, that's where G Unit really fucked up because it was like, oh, Fifty Cent, Game, Young Buck, Lloyd Banks, and they were all arguing over, you know what I mean, who was really on on top. But at the end of the day. They all needed each other. But they all... So that was a group of, what, five individuals that split? Wu five? A little more. More than five. G-Unit was a lot. G-Unit was... It was more than five. It's but like a lot. But how did Wu-Tang Clan versus G-Unit stand up against the test of time as a group? You know what? Honestly, I think it, it comes into the ego thing. And, like, uh, they're, like, they're the, uh, the iteration of rap right before G-Unit popped off. And, like, there's actually unity. There's actually, uh, a, like, a sense of unity uh, between uh, MCs and the market that, like... It's the same exact reason why rappers exist, uh, like coming off of the backs of DJs. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, once once money starts to get involved, and then fame gets involved. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like like if you're not like they basically have like a, a brand. They have a brand loyalty. So like they weren't about what rappers are doing. What they were about. We're this group, and this group is what's going to be famous. You know what I mean? They have what fifteen niggas, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and and like nobody, like everybody knows. You know, Method Man and Red Man. Uh, you know what I mean? Red like, Man was not a part of Wu Tang. He was a X Clan. X Clan. My bad. Method Man. My bad. But like, like people know Method Man is like one of the faces of it. But I, like nobody gives him any more credit. Typically, like I, I don't think so. Like I just think of and whenever I see Method Man, I just see Wu Tang. Wait, right, you know but recently I mean? Wu Tang Clan had like a there was like an issue. It seemed like everybody was going at the RZA for the way Rizzo. he managed the last album. Like that album that uh, Marcus, is it Marcus, Martin Scarelli or some shit, uh, Farmer Bro. I can't so remember So Farmer Bro bought the Wu-Tang Clan album for $1 million. $1 million. Yeah, oh, Wasn't that not too long ago? That was, come that was a few years ago. That was a few years ago. So they came out against it. Like they was like we wasn't even really a part of that one, and then there was an album after that one. But it was yeah, the, it was the yeah that huge ass album that kept getting circulated because somebody went and got to or got arrested over that shit. Uh, or like it was no, a no, lawsuit it was yeah, I thought it was it a was, lawsuit. It was a different lawsuit. So he was the one that bought the album for a million, but what had happened was his pharmaceutical shit caught yeah, up with him for his legal practices oh, and gouging up the prices, and then they just took his ass away for that. Okay. Uh, shit. But the thing is, I think one thing I think one thing everyone has to recognize is like, no matter what group conglomerate that you're part of, there's always gonna have to be that one person that stands out that represents the whole collective. There's always gonna be that figurehead or that president. Every single one. It, it's 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 inevitable. There's always gonna be that one that stands out, that one that kind of represents everyone. People, people understand like, okay, if he's gonna be the president or the mascot or the face. As people have to recognize that, and but it, as long as that, the thing is, as long as everyone's eating equally, you leave your ego at the door. Yeah, you all get to eat. Leave your ego at your door as long as everyone's eating. And honestly, the fans decide. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's not even up to us. We might think we might better music than so and so. It's what mm -hmm. it's what they want to hear. Right. So that's what we. Well, you got on this for short. <laughs> oh my God, you well, just. Well, do you agree? Disagree? <laughs> like, what, what yeah, are your thoughts? 
What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you spaced out. Have you been? You've been drinking the tequila. He's just been, no, no. He's just been vibing, bro. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm just I'm just All right, so we talk about like face of the group. So like, you come in as a group, and no matter as a group, people come in. It's like we can have an equal group. We're all equally important. But what ends up happening, what always yeah, has happened, is people oh, yeah. start filling in roles. It's really you try to come in equally, and then personalities sort of clash, or they mix in, and then you start figuring out. Who's pretty much the CEO? Who's the vice president? President? Who's the assistant? Who's this person over here? Mm-hmm. And people start assuming a role in it because it's like a basketball team. You can draw. It's like you, people play recreational basketball, right? You guys do. Yeah. Everybody else. Well, I, I used to. But. Like you run in, you start up with just ten random dudes, you split them up into fives, and, and eventually, yeah. some everybody just. Pick somebody's a point guard, somebody's a shooter, somebody yeah, like they, they just go into their natural places. Yes. Yeah. And I think the most important thing is like like homeboy said, Bull. Yo. Is he, bull. It's literally on his neck. <laughs> like Bull like Bull said, sorry, the, the tequila started kicking nice in. Shot, My fault, bro. bro. Like Bull said, keep your ego at your door. Keep your ego at your door. Keep your ego at your door. As long as and everyone's yeah. part of the same team, as long as everyone's eating. It's even it's more than that too. Mm-hmm. It's like also like so you leave your ego at the door, and then you come in and you support each other. Cause some people just like, I'm gonna leave my ego at the door. I don't think I'm the best, but I'm gonna let them do them. Ooh. It's you awesome. guys, sorry. Huh? Like, do you guys remember that issue? So when Meek, it was a uh, MMG. So Meek Mill had an issue, and he's like, this nigga Wale a clown. He he's not MMG. He's not because suppo- Wale Meek wasn't supporting his music because Meek was on pills, but he felt that Wale wasn't supportive of his projects and the promotion of them. And that's because, yeah, they was under the same, well, I mean, I wouldn't go as that far to, you know what I'm saying? I had to go and dish you in front of everybody. Ooh, <laughs> like uh, the Drake situation with, with Meek. Yeah, like called out Drake that went public shit. again. I don't, I don't feel I don't like to even make it public that I got disrespected. But it's like when Meek was wilding out like that, and then come to find out, you go through the records, show the video, you yeah. see Drake rocking like rocking the free Meek Mill shirts at his shows, and then Meek just decided to turn left on him and act a goddamn fool like that. I and mean, then yeah, Drake Drake is a mastermind of fucking with your head too. What? Like, it's like, he pisses off a lot. He's, he's like, like he's he's gonna, he knows how to get like under a your very skin. Calm, yeah, just oh, cool. yeah. away. He just pisses he's, he's dismissive off. of your of your yeah. entire existence. Like, he's just like, what, what the fuck are you? You're not gonna respond <laughs> to me? Well, shit, when he did respond, like, imagine how pissed off Pusha was. He was like, first of all, wait, 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 hold on. When he did respond to Meek, he responded with one, with one, so I charged up, and then after that, it was back to back, and that shit just murdered. Like back to back is a fucking classic. Bro. I don't think he ever fully. I don't think Meek Mill ever fully recovered from back to back. No, he lost <laughs> Nikki. He's going down in history. Drake told him he was going to lose Nikki, and he lost Nikki. Okay. Bro, yo, that no. was gonna haunt me. Right. Well, you know Nikki low key like Drake anyway, bro. No, she was, yeah. was going to go but, to his. But, but, I was your friend zone. No, I, I, yeah, I guess Nikki, it was Nikki, no, Nikki, no, Nikki no, no, I, I promise you they smashed. I promise you they smashed. She, hold on, hold on. She, she didn't make said, it public? On the song only, she says, I never fuck Wayne, I never fuck Drake. All my life, man, for fuck's sake. Nah, I don't says. believe her. I don't believe her. Do you, know, says, do you know how incestuous this fucking business is? She slept with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know that. Her baby daddy's a fucking child molester, nigga. You think she ain't gonna fuck Drake? Are you serious? I'll pause on that one. Studio night, liquor. That's all they, you know what I'm saying? They got the, the top exquisite shit. Celebrities get wild. I'm not no, there. No, they I can't do, verify it. I'm can't pretty judge sure it. there's a whole lot of stuff. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. She, yeah. she fucked that nigga, bro. I promise you. You can't verify. <laughs> we can't say the statement like that. We can't verify it. Allegedly. And even if Allegedly. she did. 
Grown ass goddamn adults. You can't confirm nor deny. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can neither confirm nor deny. Oh, uh, but getting back to the subject we were just talking about, I think the difference between, like, because I was thinking about what you were saying, the difference between G Unit and, uh, like, in groups like uh, Wu Tang. Wu Tang. I think that uh, the problem with a lot of groups, uh, like especially with you guys, is that like um, feelings get involved. Yeah, like you need you need to approach the entire thing as a business. Everybody yeah, has to delegate a task. <laughs> Everybody has to have a delegated task. Be like, this is your role, no matter what. If you happen to become the face, cool. But I'm still gonna do my fucking part. You do your fucking part. We stay in our own lanes. Yeah. And then like and then honestly, yeah, because like like drawing up a, like drawing up a business plan for you guys like at like in a plan of attack will really keep things in perspective because then the emotion is taken out of it you know what i'm saying you have to do it off the rip yeah like yeah. you you really need to approach it like as soon as you possibly can like we're here to make money like the example i was talking to uh, talking to q about uh, earlier was metallica the rock band now mm. they're still doing music to this day. Been doing music for almost thirty years. And they fucking, they hate, each fucking other. hate each other's guts, but <laughs> they 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 have the whole time. But they stay together because they have a they have a whole clan base fan base. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Blow up, blow up, and like and they have mad money coming no, in, so they're like fuck you, like literally saying fuck you while strumming the guitar and shit, like <laughs> real shit. Like like they hate each other, Wait. but but they know how to I, I separate honestly, business and friendship. I think it's all bro. I think it's more of a brotherly love at the end of the day. But they just Bennett, you know what I mean? They no, they literally have openly said they hate each other. They openly okay. said it. Pedro, oh, wow. I never heard that. that. Oh, yeah. shit. Now I remember the group name. So that's what we called ourselves back in the day doing, was that nine years ago? Yeah. We called ourselves the Last Titans. The Last Titans. I came up with that shit. I came up with it. I remember I that. Take my back credit. in the Axis Apartments. I remember that shit. Yep. And I remember. Was, uh, I'll never forget. And we had, so the Last Titans had a good vibe. We had how many? We had like two songs, three songs. Two songs with all three of us on it, uh -huh. and then individual. It was um like what was it? The you don't know, don't know what you got till it's gone with Sarita on the hook, and then I took the first verse. But like during the last Titans projects we had, so it was me, so it was me, BC, and Atlas Nova or mm -hmm. you no know, Corey Terrell, and freaking what happened was it was just I don't know what the fuck happened, dude. You like what? after you guys came together for that fucking project. Oh, no, go ahead and explain. I'm trying to decipher what the fuck Pedro's trying to tell me. Well, I think I know what he's saying. But uh, after you guys came together for that project, I was just like, you guys are about to be some fucking powerhouses. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then all of a sudden, the shit just fucking dissolved. And uh, I think I what? think what you're saying is correct. <sighs> because only that could have done it. Allegedly. Okay, you know what? Allegedly. Allegedly. Was it a girl that came in yes. between and I didn't know it? Oh, yes. Man. It can't be one man. Yes. Nah, yes. There was he was managing y'all, so he knows. I, yes. I, you know <laughs> I what I'm saying? That, you know what? Listen, listen. You know what? Listen. That that was. Bro. That was my. You know what I'm saying? I was. I was. You, you guys in a fight over a bitch, bro? Listen. I was inexperienced. Hold on. Time out. I was inexperienced. Pause. Pause. All right. Pedro, go. I was inexperienced. All right. That was my first role as managing people. So I was learning as I go along. But. Once I started, you know, kind of figuring out what was going on outside of the studio, apparently a particular female got in between the other two artists that you weren't involved in. And once down the road, once I started deciphering the lyrics, I was like, oh, that was going on the whole time. And I didn't, I what, had no idea. Those two were taking shots at each other? Yeah. I didn't oh, know that. Well, we'll, let's, we'll decipher the lyrics later. Wait, I don't even have any of those old original tracks. Well, it's on oh, way too loud. Oh, y'all put it in the song? It's, oh. it's on way too loud. They were dissing each other on the same oh, fucking song. If you bro. listen to way too loud, they were dissing each other <laughs> And he the didn't even time. know he was and on the track, had, too. And he was on the track, and he <laughs> had no idea. I was uh, not on way too loud. 
Corey no, no. just came up to me. He was like, "Hey, nigga, yo, it's my new track." And he's like, "My we do love." They were they, no, no, they didn't they, they, they were just oh, they were okay. they were they're low each other. They like, were low key dissing each other because it wasn't me. Because I was a third. Got yeah, yeah. And got them in their feelings. So we had a formula. happened. It was a trio. It was a trio of us. It's me, BC, and Atlas. So it went. It went. We had a formula for every. It was. It was dope. We had a good formula because it was like we had. Hooligan and then his brother Joaquin on the beats, mm -hmm. and then they were like between like Hooligan was dope, but Joaquin was nice with the samples, and both of them like it was it was beautiful, and for some reason it was always this goddamn disconnect to where we could never get on the same fucking page between mm -hmm. like all right they made the beats, mm -hmm. so who they made the beats, and then the last Titans was me, BC, Atlas, and for every verse for every song we ever did, it went I started it, Corey came up with the hook. And then who was it? Who was that? It was it was me, Corey, Corey Atlas, and then Atlas. And, and then usually Corey came with the hooks because Corey was nice with the hooks. But since you know now we got Young Gudu over here, Young Gudu could write the hooks. What's like? Nah, but the thing is, like I remember, I still remember when you wasn't around. I used to literally call him like, "Yo, what are you doing? Come to my house." I would literally every song that was recorded. I would literally make them recite those songs over and over just so I'm like yo when you go on stage and when you go and record mm -hmm. this is gonna be crisp and you're gonna just record this like one second take. nature yeah. all, all on one take I'd be like yo what are y'all doing nothing yo come to my house they would literally I would literally we would literally play the songs over and over and be like yo you're gonna repeat these songs over and over so that way it's just second nature and I literally used to have them do that if they if you ask them they'll tell you you're a good manager <laughs> I was a pretty good manager yeah I think, I think I did pretty good for my first that. management right. experience. Anyway, yeah, I like, don't like to fuck around when I get to the studio. <laughs> nah, nah, bro. I'll that, tell you, I spend about weeks rehearsing a song, going over the same song five times a day, a whole week straight. Bro, I'm telling you, I was just talking to Q about that earlier. I was just like, because of my uh, the way that I make music, I was talking like comparing me to like Jay-Z. Jay-Z can just think of that yeah, shit and remember that. you yourself but, sometimes if you go back to, like, if I... Write something and I take a day off and come back to it the very next day. I'm like, fuck, how did I say that? Man? Exactly, bro. So, oh like, the own. first day, you're saying that song over a hundred times, bro. The first day. Because you have to burn that shit into your fucking mind, dude. So, by the time that, like, I actually record, I probably said that song, shit, bro, hundreds. Maybe even, yeah. like, Wait, a thousand times, song. bro. Did you ever feel your squad mates ever put in the same work ethic that you guys did? Fuck no, Sorry, dude. Turtle? <laughs> Fuck no, bro. Because that's what that's why. No hesitation. No, bro. Because. All right, turn says fuck no, bull. What do you say? Okay, yeah, yeah. You just. I, I, I can go into detail, bro. bro I respectfully, bull. wait, no, no, no. They try, but you know, no, no. Right. Even he's agreeing with that. Yeah. So he, how he did knows you he could go. Like they yeah, all know, know they I can go way harder. harder. Yeah. I, I just. I procrastinate too much. Stop! I fucked. Hereditary, son. Oh crap! My mom still hurt. Anyway, oh Jesus. So, <laughs> all right. So we're feeling like your teammates aren't going as hard as you, and you're looking around. And you feel like you're pushing the line ahead more than they are right now. I mean, in terms of importance as a person, do you see yourself as the front man since you're pushing it harder? And when they come in, they're not coming in with the same energy and effort as you. Okay, I mean, so wait, if, if we're gonna go on this, oh, so, okay. We're gonna, we're gonna run back to. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I mean, cause like I feel like like in terms of like when they when they drop music, that shit is hard. Like it is literally like it's, it's straight. You know what I'm saying? That shit's hot, and that's what pisses me off sometimes. Cause I'm like, instead of me just saying like I wanna I'm gonna run with it, and then y'all just come on behind me. 
I'm just like, yo, let's let's go. I need y'all to like, mm. let's go. Y'all got some shit. Like, let's get it going. Bull, you remind me of Pedro, cause Pedro, when he was managing us, I mean, when he was just around us, he had all these talented individuals around us between our two producers and four recording artists. Mm. Oh yeah, we just had a guy who was dedicated for that, and Pedro was there, and he was always telling us how good we were. It's like, and even after the group broke up, he would be sitting there jabbing at me. How good you were. You couldn't yeah, do it. It's like, like in a subtle way. So in a way of seeing that, Pedro, it's cool. I was like, direct. Boom. <laughs> it was not I was subtle. pretty direct. It's like you fucked not up your life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how Bull was the front, like, pushing that forward and being able to see, like, he worked hard at it. And then he looked around at his teammates and he's like, you could work hard and get to this point, too, and we can be better. Yeah, Pedro, mm -hmm. you're coming from, so he's like, what would it be? Would it be the running back of it? Hand on the ball, he's running up the middle, and he's looking left and right, and he's like, my blockers could be up here, this guy could be up here. Pedro, you was like the coach on the sideline during the process, or the more like an assistant coach, and you was looking at it, and you was trying to coach us throughout that process, and as a team, you was looking at a splinter and a part, even though we had the talent to... I mean, I was looking at things from like, I was basically looking at things from like outside perspective. I'm like, I don't think you can visualize what I'm seeing like I see nothing yeah. but greatness they don't but see you, see. you don't see what I say I'm like yo I see greatness but it's just like I felt like I believed in y'all more than y'all believed in y'all mm. and that you know what I mean that's basically what it was I'm like I feel like I you believe guys, you broke I, his heart man yeah bro it was sad no it, it, it literally broke my heart because I'm like bro like you guys can literally take over the Colorado we could be scene. rich Right, <laughs> especially yeah. bro, you like that we that thing. we too loud song slap, bro. Dude, that it I, takes one fucking song, bro. That's all it fucking takes, bro. Like, like if even like a if there's a group of four, one of us can make that fucking song. Exactly, like you guys have like so much talent in between you. It only takes one to pop, man. Just but one. everybody wanted to be that one. That we like one, so yeah. we was like Highlander. Wait, do you guys know what Highlander is? I don't know. Old-ass movie. So basically, Highlander's movie is like there's only a limited amount of immortals on the planet. And when a when immortal comes across another immortal, them niggas have to fight. They have to fight to the oh death. God, and you can all. only an immortal could kill an immortal. And so you got a group of motherfuckers feeling like they're immortal. And at this point, being the point man, the head guy, the head honcho, or the breakthrough of it all, is like a battle of immortals. And Turtle, what you got on that? Yeah, so um, basically to your point, and like the main thing about Highlander too, which is a, as I, actually ironic you pull, pull that out, um, is because the reason why they were fighting each other is because they thought uh, like by killing another immortal, you actually gain more power yourself. So it's kind of like the concept of uh, Jet Li's movie, The One, where there's a bunch of you spread across different realities, and like he's literally knocking the other dudes off because he's trying to become God. And so like that, I think that's what winds up happening in these uh, in these groups, man. Uh, and also to bring that to your previous question from before um, about the work ethic thing, I think what it is is that. Um, Yes, there's always going to be somebody who's working harder than the other people. And, like, so the way I personally uh, addressed that, or not addressed it, I basically looked at it like my work is going to speak for itself. And I'm going to let the fans decide. And, and so, like, you know what I mean? And, and that's like, what I was saying happened a little bit. But, like, but my homeboy, he, like, he got upset about that because the fans did decide and they like me. And like, and he wasn't having that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to leave, bro. And there's, ironically, there was a girl involved in that shit too. Jesus, there was a girl involved in that, dude. One of our producers had a sister, and she was fucking with me heavy. 
and one of the other rappers on the team, That's he was like simp mode friend zone for like eight years. And I was just like, oh, she ain't fucking, get she ain't fucking this dude. That's she was cool. she was in my fucking like DMs and shit. You know what I'm saying? And like and so. The other guy, the one who was trying to be the face, he was just like, "Don't do that to my bro." Like, 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 that's disrespectful. But I was just like, "Bro, she likes me." And then, like, you know what I mean? And then, so like, he was just like, "No, you have to either choose uh, choose the group or choose her." And I'm just like, "How about I choose neither?" And I just, I just bounced. Yeah. <laughs> like, you chose you. You chose you. you no, know <laughs> yeah, I was just, I'm not dealing with this fucking drama, dude. Listen. Anyway, so I got a question for my brother. Hey. <laughs> Hot, so seat, right hot seat, hot seat, hot seat. So, Bull, you remind me of, you know, outside of musical talents, you remind me of Pedro. Because Pedro's sitting there, like, jabbing at me the way you be jabbing at Gouda here, sitting there. Be sitting there like, dog, you could be put in work. Where's your music at? You have this music sitting here, you can be good if you just work you can see at the it. the pain in his eyes right Man, now, I'll bro. I'm like, bro, I don't even gotta be on your song with you. Just do that shit. You take this verse and that verse and hog the whole verse up because sometimes he wants a feature. I'm like, man, do your own. Do a song. Do your own. <laughs> so, do you. I feel like it's like, why do you. Fear of success, man. Why? It's gotta be. Is it a fear of success? It's gotta no. be. Then I what's think. holding you the fuck up, bro? No writing. I don't want to write. Wait, I, I you got don't want to write. I actually have a great tip See, for that. See, I ran into writer's block a lot when I first started. Um, and the key to do that, literally, just keep writing the first very thing that comes to your mind, no matter how garbage it is. This man is you one run. Of you run all the garbage out of your system. What's Ooh. up? This man freestyles like out the ass all day, Ooh. and then I'm like, when it comes to writing. Uh, the freestyle on the fucking track. Like, Somebody like come up with the hook. He's like, uh, I got you, another. Do like freestyle at sixteen. That's all I want to do. Freestyle 16, you just somebody freestyle? does a hook. Freestyle I mean, 16. Sometimes, sometimes I, like, that's how I just want to start it off so I can at least get the rhythm because. Like, you may be a Jay Z type thing. Like, when we're you freestyling together, wait, wait, we create, like, a masterpiece of a song that's, like, raw, splitting image. And then, and then, like, once we go to write, I just. Maybe you're just. Don't I, like I heard that. Little, you know Wait, what? Oh, I heard little, I heard that Lil Wayne's kind of the same way. Yeah. That he he Punch would ba he would basically he wouldn't really write. He would just write like little things here and there, but it was all just right off the top of the head. And I heard mm -hmm. that Lil Wayne is Jay Z not really, same thing. Jay Z right. even Ti. I heard he's the same way as well. Yeah yeah yeah. Wait. So remember the songs I played you last weekend, right? Yeah, like you played and a lot. <laughs> you remember my engineer that I mentioned, right? Uh, I can't recall. Uh, Nick Nordoff, Rusty Sun Audio. Nick Nordoff. Why didn't I remember? That's alliteration. So, Nick we Nordoff from Rusty yep. Sun Audio. So, <laughs> during the time when I was recorded all those songs, and then like Short had, or Gouda had heard those songs, mm -hmm. it was, um, it was all my time from working with Nick Nordoff with Rusty Sun Audio, because he would have me, I would, I would come in, and I would just be just fresh. I would just freestyle it, and then we'll pick a word, pick a term from it, we'll pick a bar, and we'll go from there. So we'll spit that bar maybe over and over enough till we get it right. And if I didn't have a pre-written, which I never did, I sometimes started it. And then Nick would always make me stop, cut it back. So that's what kind of what Wayne's strategy was. He wasn't yeah, it's full like punching. Like I'm gonna give yeah. you a line. Yeah. Stop. It wasn't full hove. Hove, on the other hand, that nigga memorized. Memorized. He wrote it all in his head, and he had this I mean, sequence. Personally, if you ask me, I think Jay Z is the greatest rapper of all time. But I'll go behind him. You know, I get in trouble for that. What? I think. I think. I, think I, get in trouble I won't fall for that. I won't fall He's the most successful that. and the most accomplished. I can say that. Nah, I'm going. But I'm saying that man was a lyricist too. Whenever he felt like it, he, you're gonna put Jay Z's lines I mean, against Eminem's. Oh lines? wait, 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 wait. Really? I put look Eminem and Jay Z can be either one or number two. I will settle for that. I will one A and one B. Okay. One A and one B because I can, I, both yeah, motherfuckers I can agree is ill. 
They're, they're, they they have their own respective lanes, but when they have yeah, and they had their own teams. Jay-Z they got a whole song together, where they yeah. both destroyed the fucking song. Yeah, <laughs> too, and, and then Wayne and M sounded fucking great. Like, like Wayne, Wayne is up there too. Wayne's Wayne up there too. Wayne's yeah. definitely don't sleep on Wayne. Oh, man. But Wayne, I honestly, th- he was my favorite rapper. Wait, Wayne, Wayne, Wayne's he's gone bar for bar with Eminem and Jay Z. Is okay. So Mount, we just got to throw in Wayne up there too. They all just talk about different shit. Mm-hmm. Jay was different approach track. Okay. New, no, no, it's, it's not. Was it's, dealing it's, with that, you know what I'm saying, with his childhood. Yeah, yeah. All right, one child from Central. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna pause it. All right, I got it. I got it. So we got, we got, we put J M and Wayne up there, right? So top three. Those are my top three. Yeah. All right, we're gonna I, go I, around. I go around. We're gonna start with Gouda. We side a Wayne bar. I don't know. Okay. You have no fucks to give. No. Jesus. Ah, you just. Well. <laughs> like what was, okay, what was your favorite Wayne song? Not even a bar. Okay, what was your favorite Wayne song? She's trying. There's a lot. I'm telling you, cause like, yeah, he's like, he's been my favorite rapper. Pedro, honestly, I think my my favorite <laughs> like Wayne song. I don't. You know, I would have to go with the Drought Three. I said song, nigga. I'm pro- okay, project. Just song, the, the Drought Three. Uh, I don't right. say he did it. No, he, okay. did, he did a freestyle. He did a freestyle on the Mike oh, Jones. Oh. Okay, we'll say a project. And then he has the mix we'll say a project. Go to say Carter Five. It's one of the Carters. Yeah. Which one? Which I don't one? Know, the one where he had the six foot. Six foot. foot? That's Carter Four. Foot? Okay, was, it, was that Carter Four? Carter Four. Blunt blowing is my favorite. Song. That's also yeah. the See, Carter These Four. are the two experts. See, okay. I don't, I don't know Wayne like that. I just give him his fucking Blunt props. Blowing. I've heard his old. Nah, I have to go. With the, yeah. I have to go with the not even not even any of the mainstream Carter albums. I have to go with the mixtape Weezy, and I go with I six. Pick a project. The drought three. The drought three. Drought three. Drought three. What you got, Kim? Exactly. Those mixtapes where he's like I said, like I'm not I'm not super big into into Wayne myself. Like I just give him his props, man. Um like any, okay. like so um I did listen to the Carter 5 I had no complaints with it Oh Carter like, 5 is Yeah 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 like like it's just like uh, like for me personally hey, dude and down. that's another thing too is that like fucking um honestly I try not to listen to artists so much anymore since I started making music I actually wind up like ostracizing myself from music for the is most it, part I okay. come out and listen to hits now and there but like I try not like cuz I don't want to spoil my I'm own to to individual thing I know I listen well, to myself a I, lot I, well like I when I myself, yeah I I'll be shitting on myself bro <laughs> like wait wait wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so as so as four recording artists in here and a manager so as four recording artists in here, being also we used to be a part of groups and we've been in groups and hell we started new groups. But the point is like, so when you hear other artists right now, you don't want to listen to other artists when you're recording because it gets infectious. You start liking that you, shit. You start you sounding s- like them, bro. You don't so, want to sound like them. Bro. Do you ever have that problem? But but see one thing with me is like I listen to other artists and they they inspire my sounds like exactly. Yeah, I, I, I kind of need to listen to them because like sometimes I do get stagnant and that's when I make my most boring music because I'm just, I'm like, I'm just out of it. Is but there a problem with something like there might be a melody that I like a one little piece of the melody it might be like the first bar of a melody and the whole song changes. But I'm going to take that first bar of the melody because I like that melody, the first bar and make that I'll turn that into its own shit. You know what I'm saying? Capitalize off of that. Now I got oh, my shit. own. Oh, I feel you. So when you hear another artist, do you ever just feel like they're inspiration starts bleeding into yours you don't want to have them influencers like that even though you really like this stuff well yeah it's more or less like 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 mellow music and stuff like when i'm listening to a bunch of chill music it's because now now i can't really like try to make my hard stuff like i used to 
Like, yeah. And now I'm just like, I'm kind of just. It does I'm fuck just, with your lane of music. Yeah. It does, and like, and that that's the exact point that I was making is that like I I I try to keep up with music as, as much as I can, but like I try not to. Like like the majority of the music I listen to is like instrumentals. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And like, and and it's because like. If I listen to this person too much, then I notice in my writing it changes, and sometimes it's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like so, for example, like uh, when when I first started rapping, like I had more of like a like a boom bap '90s kind of feel, right? Yeah. Like listening to like Big L and shit. You know what I'm saying? And like so, like that's like that's, that's why the greatest. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but like I keep up with the times just to understand what's popping right now. And like, can I make some adjustments to sound a little bit more like modern type shit than, See, like, than I yeah, sound before? Yeah, that's what I do. So like, you know, right now in modern music, the radio hits are the melodic songs with rapping on the verses. Sick of change. Sick rapping. Sick rapping. Oh, it can change. Time, it's, it's, it's the melodic ass hook. Like, think about Roddy Rich. Everybody that's like making Roddy Rich. Back. He surprised yeah, the fuck out of me. They're, 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 they're melodic as fuck with a catchy hook, and then you get to rap on the verse. And so like. What I like to do is on the verse. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm gonna get all lyrical miracles. Mm -hmm. You know. What I'm saying? All right, dog. First of all, we gotta retire that damn term. Lyrical <laughs> miracle, spiritual, individual, some shit. Yeah, Anybody no, says no, that no, shit no. as a rapper, you get RKO'd by Randy Orton himself, and it's coming out of your healthcare. I, 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 I can't that. disagree. <laughs> Because well, that was one of my first freestyles I ever wrote. I had lyrical, I mean. miracle, spiritual. Right, I had okay. that shit. Okay, <laughs> let me ask you. Okay, as artists, I think this is something really important. What are your strategies and approach as far as marketing and getting yourselves out there? Like when you want to, I said, when you want to reach out to a particular, I said, when you want to reach out to a particular audience, what is your strategies? Like how do you get yourself money. out there? Yeah, like are, mean, are you doing labels wait, or? Well, 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 it's because like when we're when we're like on Instagram and stuff, you can use all the promotions. And little did you know that like. When you use like about twenty bucks within the span of five days, you could get up from between twenty five hundred people to five. Oh yeah, Facebook, Instagram and marketing, Google, yeah, uh, Google yeah. AdWords. Yeah. It's just all yeah. you gotta do is you want to drop that bag. Okay, yeah. two hundred dollars can get you about a hundred thousand people just to see your shit. Mm -hmm. That's all you want. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people are paying for bots. I don't want a bot. Yeah, I want to reach real. All right, so let's say. You know what I'm saying? I pay 200 to reach a thousand people or whatever. I don't know how much this shit is. 200 gets you way more than a thousand people, but you want to reach that many people. Let's say I get at least 250 people to come follow me. You know what I'm saying? A quarter of that. Or even less than a quarter, I got a hundred new followers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's way more than I had before. Yeah. And so that's the biggest thing. You just want to keep paying to reach that. And that's where we've also been slacking. Yeah, I just now started trying that shit. Mm. And that shit worked. Yeah, yeah, like, and, and uh, I've actually been doing a lot of internet marketing research myself. I can help you guys out with that. Yeah. But just as an example, uh, I had a music video I released a few years ago called Befriended. I showed it to these guys. I paid about maybe $300, $350 in advertising. I got 78,000 views on Facebook. See, that's what I'm trying to do. So, like, so now it starts, like, you start to realize what happens with the fucking game is, like, when you have people like fucking Takashi, you came out of fucking nowhere. Oh, you no, know, they No, yeah, you drop 100K on fucking internet advertising. Millions and millions and millions of views. You don't have to be that talented. You got a crazy good video and you got a lot of people behind you. You're mm -hmm. already in there. Yeah, if you have a following before, like I'm talking yeah. about somebody who's coming out of nowhere though. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like like if you if you just happen to have money to he, invest. He really made a song, got an expensive video. It's like the it's like the clout test. You ever heard of it the is. clout test? <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. That's what that that's is. A, that's a hot button Wait, topic. So <laughs> we had an episode last week and we mentioned a clout team, but I never heard a clout test. Explain that one. Right, so basically it's like, you know, some YouTubers they'll be like, all right, so I'm 
I'm already kind of popular, but I'm not that popular, and right? They, do they but, shoot for somebody that's in a higher view account than them? No, it's not even just that. So basically what they'll try is they'll literally try these promotion, these all these promotion methods they can get into. And they drop a lot of, because YouTubers, they just make a lot of money. So they'll drop a lot of money. See, there's a YouTuber named CJ So Cool that even did this shit. So basically you already have money. You got, ten you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, all right, we got 10. All right, so then you throw all that money into randomly like your music. You just make a random song just for the fuck of it because you just want to see what happens. You make a random song and then you literally say, I'm going to go make an expensive ass music video. Mm -hmm. I want a lot of cars. I want palm trees and I want bad bitches. Right. So sure. that's what they'll go do. Literally, they'll do that. And then it blows up. And then some blow up. a lot of people are because one hit wonders because that's what they were just, they were just like, whoa. And then that's really not them. That's not organic. No, 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 it, no, no, like because like it is a film. there's a okay, you so have a slight following. Yeah, like, the, the way but that not based off of music. The reason why it works is because how advertising on internet works is based off of impressions. So there's a click through rate. So basically, somebody can see like a thumbnail of your video. Mm. If they see cars, bad bitches, and palm trees, I'm clicking that. Even, a lot of times they'll change the whole mm. image right before they even do that. All right, so what, I'm about to go get a face tattoo right here. What about streaming? And, streaming. What about if you never? So take YouTube out of the equation. So no YouTube. No internet. What off. about straight streaming? How many original fans? Now straight streaming that would change the whole game. You take Instagram out and all the following shit and all of that out of music. No, you me. Take the whole like having to be an image out of music and yep. it was just straight music. It would level the playing field. Yeah, no, no there's people that still, people. A lot no. more people would be around. You gotta find your genuine mm -hmm. audience. I mean, audience, audience. Fuck you, Tequila. Anyway, <laughs> you gotta find your genuine audience, like the people that genuinely yeah, fuck with you. Fans. It's like that's why, like when in back in the nineties, two thousands, before two thousand tens. So from two thousand two. From what 80s to 2010, the mm. underground, right? So you had the yep. underground and shit like that. Exactly. But you had your underground where a lot of artists thrive because it was just and those music. Got loyal families. And on the internet, you get to them. find those people a lot quicker because these days, like for instance, my uh, my streaming service, it goes. I have about I follow about I got about 1,600 songs in my just like playlist, and it's just people I just heard on a whim. Just on a whim, I just heard something, yeah, and I like, like this guy. Strung through something, it'll say promotion. And yes. no, not even promotion. It would just go. I would like this song, and I would go oh. to song radio, and I would just let it play like it was Pandora. Oh, yeah. and when you go to there, you get this, and I hear something I like, and I really like, and See, it resonates. That's a rare fan. I'm not gonna fake it. A lot you of need people that. don't do that. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker, you need to find the people that do that. Yeah. Well, like, but that's the thing, though, is that, like, okay, so that there's a reason why you can get a PhD in music psychology. That's a dumbass degree. It's not because music is psychological. <laughs> like, like, so, uh, okay, so here's the thing: is like, there's something called neuro linguistic programming, where basically uh, repetition uh, has has effects on the brain. Pick you know artists. what I'm saying? So that's the, that's the reason why uh ho like hooks actually matter. Like the more somebody you gotta say make a catchy ass hook. Catchy Just ass hook and the head. more times you hear it, the more it gets burned into your mind, the more you remember it, the more you'll do something. And that's why and radio is important. The radio repeats songs to you all fucking day. Yep. Yep, yeah, exactly. So to his point and then also getting back to the thumbnail thing, uh so, like when you have a thumbnail of a dude looking like money, palm trees in the back, Bad bitch at his side, car in the back. You're just like, who the fuck is this guy? And then he's living a life that I don't live. Let me figure out what he's thing. about. They want to either 
my cousin told me, he said, they, the woman got to want to fuck you and the guys got to want to be you. Exactly. Thank you. No, fuck. Take my out, nigga. Man. You know what I'm saying? My nigga. That's a bombshell, bro. Pedro? Bombshell. Seems like you have an opinion on that yeah, No, no, not an opinion. I was going to ask you. Um, so what about like, as far as, have you guys like ever performed on stage together? Like, if they, have you ever rocked the crowd in front I've of each there. other? Yeah, yeah. We, we had to do it before. Like, the whole reason the first group ain't working. A lot of times they wouldn't show up to shows. It was me and him in front of a huge ass crowd. We just had to make it work. We're like, yeah, oh, where's bro. everybody at? So how do you go about like getting a hold of uh, like promoters and things like that? That's him. See, this is why everybody <laughs> oh. has their own lane. Okay. He's no, like, wait, 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 don't do that. All right, so Gouda. Well, the well the reason why I started getting us like bigger and better venues and stuff is because, like, you know, you know when you're just sitting, you're sitting at home, you're laying in the bed, you're on your phone, you know, you're just scrolling through Instagram, you know, just doing what you do. Like, I scrolled past this dude, and he kept talking about, oh, I'm going to be in Denver, oh, there's a contest, blah, blah, blah. So I, I, I just I just randomly just hit him up. I was like, let me just see. I was like, let me just randomly. Do you remember the name of that company? Because, like, I actually did a show for those motherfuckers, if I'm, if I'm not sure, uh, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Because they're hella on Instagram, bro. Yeah. I think. No, 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 like, but, but finish your point. Music. What was that? There's oh, yeah. Coast to Coast and Low Music. Yeah. I did Coast to Coast. See, um, we did both. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, continue your story. I'm sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to cut you out, but like I was just like, I know these motherfuckers, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. like with the Lou music, like, cause we used to always perform at the Roxy and stuff. I'm just like, yeah, it's a great, it's a great. You venue. guys ever heard of Afton shows? Afton no. shows? Yeah. Okay, so they were they were janky promoters. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, I, 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 that's where I tried going through there. Oh yeah, I mean it's a good start. Look, first yeah, it off, was, it was a start. First off, y'all yeah, yeah, seeking yeah, it I out. I feel a lot of like, humiliation <laughs> at the same time because it was like, basically what used to happen at Afton was, a lot of people when they come with their family, mm -hmm. they get off. The oh, stage. that bullshit. Yeah, and they yeah, no, you, you wiped no, your no. First off, we got dressed up, practiced, and everything, and there's five people in the crowd. First off, nigga. First off. No, don't you, you pay ever. them. Yes. There, you it. paid them hundreds yeah. of dollars. Yeah, Time's out. Time's out. Yo, if anybody ever asks you to bring people, like, look, first off, your music itself is to bring people. Focus on your crowd, put it on the internet, like that, and just generate an interest that way. Go through your SoundCloud statistics, go through your Spotify statistics if you're directly linked with them, and go through your statistics, your Instagram, your Instagram demographics, who you got views at. So you're going to have access to your SoundCloud, you're going to have access to your Instagram. Look at those two, see how they overlap, figure out which is which, what is what, and then see if you can just pull people that way. And you just got to draw a fan one by one if you're dedicated yeah, to the craft one by one, one. You if you're a group you can do you can conquer a lot more ground with a group but also you got to check egos so like i gotta check egos with uh my brethren here for the homeboy edit podcast with camt raw and dro.p shout out to camt productions anyway so i had a and at this point it's like I, there was a conflict inside and also that turtle knew the conflict and Pedro knew the conflicts like uh like Whatever Jay Budden, whatever the nigga's going Joe through, Budden, it's just Joe like Budden. sharing credits. Like I'm like, look, I feel like I started Homeboy Etiquette, and then I just recruited after my last recruitment fell. We we just didn't work out or just scheduled, and then I restarted it with Pedro and KMT Raw, aka Turtle, and then I had to like forsake. I had to like look at myself and I had to have somebody else tell me. I had to forsake. I'm like, look, five minutes, we got it. So I had to forsake it and be like, look, I'll write a split the shit 
all the way equal with my guys and then be able to continue this shit and laugh and joke with my friends i'll take a loss of credit i don't care if i do the most work out of it all i'm like yeah. uh, I, I love the work i love what we do and even if i'm sitting there doing 95 or i do 12 percent of the work my offense no offense my bad if i do 12 percent of the work <laughs> on some projects i'm just nah it's I'm just that already bro i would rather split it equal and continue it all just a and joke laugh and joke with uh my boys and we bring other homeboys in here so with homeboy etiquette it's like right now as homeboy etiquette is it's going to be an equal adventure <laughs> go team adventure oh, <laughs> i don't know how this is going to affect like you guys like for any project i do i'd rather it be just an equal adventure because i want to continue it on because if the process of the work is the funnest part of it yeah. fuck the money i mean don't get me wrong like man, if any promoters are hearing this shit nigga, i'm charging you up the ass go fuck yourself us riding in the basement freestyling in the basement it's a lot fun than those memories to the stoop like you seen fun, the one, but real it's a lot shit. fun when you just down there freestyling it you high as shit wait <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. have you seen the wu-tang claim like the and on them what was it on hulu or prime netflix like, i don't know i've never seen it netflix that shit was good, it was good but i read a couple of their books and it was like i read a couple like a lot of books and creative projects and I actually Look, stopped saying like that. Like my Wu-Tang was the ASAP mob growing up. Oh, ASAP mob was dope. the biggest thing for us. But mm, and that's I, how we're trying to be like an entity. Like they yeah. all do their own shit. Exactly. exactly. If but I'm on a project Wu-Tang with a crew, and I have a crew, whether it be these guys or I do a musical project with just me and KMT Rob with Pedro Manjin, I'd rather split that shit all equally ways, no matter how the work is done. I just as long as the work gets done. See, as a group, <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. Like. You guys would all invest into each other's shit because you guys are all a part of the same shit, right? Mm -hmm. That's how it's gotta be, and a lot of groups don't do that. Like, yeah, it's hard, hard to get I, everybody that yeah. together. Because I know it's hard. Like, of course Artists you don't want to. If I'm sitting yeah, there telling you I need y'all to invest a hundred dollars into my Look, video, somebody gotta take point. Look, somebody gotta take point, and you gotta realize at this point, if you want this a general goal we as it, it is, yeah, it's like what else are we doing phone. it for? We just bullshit. But it's gotta be split equally amongst the people that involved. Cause I've learned just to go with the flow. Cause like, like, like if you plan out things, it doesn't go that way. You're gonna be pissed or just I'm gonna be not. pissed. Well, yeah. I mean, I need things to work a certain kind of way. I try to plan shit, but I always know like yeah. I got a backup. There's always well, a well, yeah. As long as you have like an outline, and then you can meet times, dates, and like like for projects and things like that. Just be like, yo, like well, we got to show. Uh, like we want to have a new project done by this date. Yeah. Like do you yeah. have, however you figure that out, you figure that out. But by this date, it needs to be done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As long as you can do that. That's how we're doing it. That's the hardest part is deadlines. You know what I mean? And even putting deadlines on each other because you know some yeah. people just that egos. They're like, how dare you tell me I could do this? When yeah, it's just like, bro, I can write a song age, in thirty like, seconds. You know Wait. If I was the older guy, then it'd be like, yeah, we're gonna listen to you. You know. What so I'm who do you put as in in control to be able to just call everybody to their shit. It's like, look, did you do what you need All to be right, get so done? Basically, to be honest, in this group, I'm the glue. Yeah. Okay. I'm the one, like, like, I'm best friends with him. I'm best friends with uh, the other members of the group. I'm the one that's got us all together. You take me out, these niggas are not cool with each other. I mean, they it's, could be. Wait, I mean, they'll be cool with each other. That's what Pedro was for their yeah, last group. Yeah, they're not as close. I, I can, you know what? I feel, like huh. I, I feel like I can relate. I feel like I can relate to yeah, that. Yeah, some people are the glue. Yeah. Because I feel like you what know, you like, no, I mean, like, even though, like, I don't want to toot my own horn, but it's just like, even though the whole time, like, you know, I was gone for the past like ten years, I felt like when since I came back, you know what I mean, 
I've been kind of like putting things back together, and that's just so it. Just comes with time. It just comes with it. Just comes with skill and time. You know, hard work, patience. dedication, and skill patience. and patience. And yes. honestly, I, that's a skill that I didn't even know you had. Like when when mm -hmm. I first heard them say like Pedro, you're the manager. Like I almost was just like it was laughable. It was almost like a joke. It was laughable. But then you fucking did that shit, and like you found out that you had a fucking skill that nobody really understood how much work you did. I did. Well, he yeah, did. I, I was on the outside looking in. I was just like, oh, a rap group was forming in front of my fucking eyes. How the fuck That's is this shit going like I was being looked at. I was like, I was like, they have a no. But you're a rapper. I didn't even like and a manager. Yeah, but I was like, I didn't even rap back clue. then. Yeah. But anyway, so we're going to go through right now to find lessons because KMT Raw got to go back to streaming. So right now we're going to reverse it back to. So with the lessons learned in the Homeboy Etiquette podcast right now. So sure, you had to find a word. Yeah, we can go. Okay, we'll leave that as your final word. Okay. Boom. We got you. Yeah. Yeah. What did we learn section? What did we learn today? Well, never let. Well, I don't like to say hoes. Say okay. Say never say woman. Don't say hoes. Don't say hoes. Just say woman. Say woman, because I gotta answer this shit to my goddamn girl. Terrible woman. Don't don't let dangerous woman. Okay. It'd be, no, no, no. It'd be, so, um, this isn't. This is oh. all audio right, right now. That's, that's we haven't started the video portion yet. No, it's strictly audio. All right, straight up. The only females get in the way of brotherhood. You feel me? It's never worth it. Real shit. Because at the end of the day, every single time, the one that's got you is your brothers. And uh, I'll pause now. I would like to add. I like to add a comment to that. So like, look, if so, you, there's a song I would like you to listen to as you leave here. It's a song by us uh, called the Best Man Soundtrack. And it's called uh, My Brother Brothers by typing Best Man Soundtrack Brothers. And your brothers is supposed to be the guys that hold you accountable for anything like that. And if you're accountable and you everybody's held up to equal terms, you're going to be the man that That's your girl needs you to be. You, you you're going to be the man that your girl you needs you to be. You. Some people got to set you straight. You don't you're going to be, look, you're gonna be the man you you that get. your girl needs you to be. You're going to be the man that you have to be in your life. Your girl needs to do that. Right. You need to surround no. yourself with people that are keeping a buck with you. Your brothers are unchecked, unbridled, and Pedro go. Honestly, the only thing I can say is like when it comes to this group stuff, know your roles, keep your egos at the door. That's all I can really say. Right. Raw? Yeah, uh, Kim with the Raw here. Yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, the main thing that said. my takeaway from this <laughs> is that uh, have one you, uh, like when it comes to business, when it comes to making money, leave emotions out of it. You guys may be friends, you may yeah. be cool, you may be like, you may have mad history, but when it really comes down to at the end of the day, leave emotions at the fucking door because you have a job to do. Like, like, it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter if you, like, are getting this gut-wrenching twist in your stomach because somebody's getting a little bit more pop, like, the more popping than you or more clout than you or something like that. Bite the bullet. Stay on the uh, fucking it's worth team. It in the end, bro. Stay on the team yeah. because your day will come. Nobody stays on top forever. Yeah, nah. Because, so you don't know if, like, your homeboy who's in your group, who's making you guys money, he's popping. Six months later, you're the guy who's on top. You're popping. It might be the way by the season. Like, all right, this guy's a summer guy, and I might make some sad spring. I mean, Dude, like, melodic versus versus ass shaking music. Right, dude, like, there's completely different lanes, bad. dude. Like, so they're going to have different yeah. seasons. Yeah, you know, all so right. you can eat in your lane, he eats in his lane. All grubbing. First all time, I pause up the law. Look. I'll take the Dwayne Wade road of never being the highest paid player on the goddamn team, but the niggas are putting in the goddamn work. Shout out to Dwayne Wade for never being Shout the out. highest paid player on the goddamn team, but putting That's in the work to shame. get the team the first ring, the second ring, and the third ring, and then I don't know who else is after that. Well, by but the time it was over, they were I mean, shit, three rings in, <laughs> goddamn it. Yeah, I but like, look, left, look, yeah, it was a wrap. <laughs> I'll sacrifice for the goddamn team. It's like, look, I pick, I pick these guys for a damn reason. 
I picked Turtle, KMT Raw, for a reason. I picked Pedro for a reason. And I still, don't get me wrong, like, old homeboy etiquette, Blake, Reg, like, it just, hey, we shout never, out. Like, I still love y'all, and I would love to bring y'all in, and maybe we can make this a five-person panel of the Homeboy Etiquette Podcast. I need more room. Shit. <laughs> like, yo, they, they helped me start this thing, and then even within, so, with you two, I'll split it. I mean, don't get me wrong. We always love you too. We always give you promo. But like the original homeboy etiquette purpose was, if I got, if I got Turtle and Pedro here, and then Blake and Reggie decide to, they want to come back. I mean, they come back. Like, look, dog, we'll split the shit three ways. We'll split the shit five ways. But we'll split the okay. shit always equally, even with a guest. We'll always. Well, yeah, we can work it out. If even if we have to get an attorney or something to figure it out. <laughs> All right, don't worry, don't worry. All right. No, I'm really, saying, like, I keep it real. Like, I business split this shit business, equal. Like, like, I you split know what shit equal. I got other projects on the side. I split shit equal. But anyway, so Gouda, you didn't have anything to say uh, yeah. at first, but now you got something yeah. to say. So yeah, split yeah. that shit out. Yeah, yeah, wrap it and then up. that's like, to like, wrap this it is, up. This yeah. is the conclusion for you. Like we're yeah. pressure, nigga. Pressure. Conclusion is is that you got to keep your circle small, and then you the guys that you pick are your guys for life. Never, never let that fall. And make sure you choose wisely on your friends. Yeah, too. your best friend, you and your best friends are gonna butt heads like a motherfucker. Yeah. I know, we That's do. Your dog. Anyway, yeah. Shout out to Young Bull. Shout out to Young Gouda. Shout out to Biax Trill. And yeah. make sure I said that right. Did I yeah. said that right. Yeah. Hell yeah, Biax Trill. So you ever looking for Young Gouda? Look at him at see Instagram oh. fix. Uh, young Gouda underscore. Or, yeah. Bull, <laughs> what you got? Bull, bull. Yo, yo, yo. So uh, look me up on Instagram, youngbull303. Pedro, what you got, baby? Drop. My name's Dro. Pay attention to your circle before they hurt you. All right, Turtle, what you got? All right, uh, catch me up on Twitter at, at KMT Productions. You can catch me on Instagram at, uh, at, at KMT underscore the K, uh, underscore RA. Kemet the Raw. Anyway, this is main man at the 52 Q. Love y'all. Peace out. It's Homeboy Etiquette Podcast. Gone!